Another episode of the Cajun Conservative. Where I go ahead and talk about life and talk about liberty. And yes, talk about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope everyone had a good week, had a good Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone out there. So I was planning on doing a um, a Merry Christmas video, but unfortunately, I got occupied. And I couldn't do it. And um, with everything going on, you know, this week with Christmas and then coming up with New Year's Eve, um, it's uh, we try to jam in some time to come to the to the studio. But hey, I found that time here after Christmas. So, but better late than never, I would say. Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Hope everyone had a great Merry Christmas. And the next time I talk to you will be, I believe, going to be the New Year. Yes, yeah, let me go look at my date, my calendar. Yeah, next time I release the episode is going to be the 3rd of January 2022. Where has 2021 gone? I'm I'm serious, folks. It was just like a blink of an eye. We we just started. I remember uh at the end of 2020, people were saying, "Will 2021 be better?" Uh Joe Biden was president. I I don't think so, but it <laughs> It goes to a point though. where has this year has gone? And I just want to thank you for spending your 2021 with me. If you're a faithful listener, if you're, if you, this is the first time you ever listened to the Cajun conservative, welcome to the Cajun conservative family. If you have not yet hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, uh, go ahead and hit me, uh, look me up on rumbo, the Cajun conservative show. Just type that in on the video. If you want to find my channel, it's Isaac Hayes, capital I, capital H, and it should pop up. I believe I'm the first Isaac Hayes on rumbo. You better find all the new videos out there. Also, you can find me on anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple, and many other platforms. Just go ahead and check out anchor.fm slash the Cajun conservative show, or go type up the Cajun conservative show dot wordpress.com. And you better go ahead and find the website, and find all the um, all the stations, uh, all the platforms we are on. We're on the big three, though, folks. We're on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and we're also on Anchor. Anchor is a proud, a proud supporter of the KG Conservative Show. Uh, one more note before we continue on to our topic, and I've been, I've been saying this, folks. I've been saying this, and it, I have teamed up with my uh, our sister podcast, Brothers Just Searching. We have. Uh, we have teamed up with a company to go ahead and make products for the Cage Conservative Show and Brothers Just Searching. Go ahead and type up BJS Media Store altogether, BJSMediaStore.com. You might be saying, well, where would that lead us to, Isaac? Well, that will lead you to merchandise for the Cage Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. If you open up the page at the top of his Brothers Just Searching, we got some nice shirts, uh, some cups and all that good stuff. And we did the same thing with the Cage Conservative. It's going to be a, you can pick your shirt color, red, green, black, whatever. And it has on the front showing the world Cajuns have intelligence. And then it has the podcast name at the bottom of it. Um, go check it out. If you're a faithful listener, go check it out. This helps out more than you know, folks, because when you buy a shirt or a cup or anything like that, we get some funds for it, and that helps us continue the Cajun Conservative Show. Right now, we do not make a penny. I, I don't make a penny. Uh, Lloyd, um, Boogie, Aubrey, Bowen, the guys from Brothers of Surging, we don't make a penny. We do this for the love of podcasting and for the love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I always say that on Brothers of Surging, we're not worried about the money. All we worried about is the souls. This one, I'm, this podcast is the same. I am worried about souls. I want to get people saved. That's my main focus of doing any podcast is to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. On this podcast, my second agenda is to expose lies and, and tell you the truth. That's what I want to do, folks. That's all I want to do. And look, if I could ever do this one day full time, I would love it. That would be great. But God has put me in this position right now to where I can go ahead and speak my voice and I'm going to do so. And I'm going to let everything fall on him. I'm not going to go ahead and worry about being big and famous because I'm going to tell you this folks. And I know I'm rambling before I get into the topics of the day, but you know, there's a lot of people out there. They do this podcasting or they do 
um, YouTube and all that. And they, they, they want to be this big time YouTuber. Yes, people have gone viral. Yes, people have made it. But if that's your main ag- uh, agenda by starting out saying I'm going to be the next great radio talk show host, uh, you might want to you might want to hold your brakes down. I'm not trying to discourage people because it's this work. Been doing this for two years now. And I'm just, I'm just saying it, it. Look, I was the same way when I first started. Man, I hope we make it big. Hope we make it famous. And I, you know, I've, I've come to the realization though, that I just love spending time with people and talking with people. And I know that we're reaching people here. And that is my goal. That is my goal right now. As I adjust the camera, my goal right now is just to help people and to encourage people and to get the word out there. So that is my goal. And like I said, if it happens, great. I'll be happy. Maybe Fox News. Fox News might need a new uh, new news anchor. Um, Chris Wallace, two weeks ago, I was supposed to ask Scott about that last week. Um, but we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Chris Wallace is leaving uh, Fox News for CNN. And not even for a cable spot. For, uh, for like something like Disney Plus. I think it's CNN Plus. It's a streaming service that is less likely to succeed is is CNN. Less likely. It's not they're not gonna succeed. But anyway, they're starting their streaming service. And Chris Wallace to have a day to have a week show on this streaming service. Um I just I don't know. I, I, look, don't get me wrong, folks. Chris Wallace wasn't my favorite anchor at uh Fox News. He wasn't. But, uh, you know, at least he's showing his true colors. I got to give him that. I got to give him that. As I take a sip of my soda. All right, let's start off, guys. Um, So last week, Joe Manchin, bro. Look, I I mentioned Joe Manchin more than any Democrat out there. I have, folks. Joe Manchin uh, has been a thorn in the Democrat side. Let me give you some history why I say that. The start of the 2021 year, I was one of these people that said, this don't look good. This doesn't look good because Joe Manchin is a Democrat, but all these Democrats, you have 50 Democrats in the House, I mean, 50 Democrats in the Senate, 50 Republicans. When it came to push and shove, you have like two independents. One is uh, Crazy Bernie, and Crazy Bernie is an independent. But he votes every he votes leftist most of the time. Well, I, my my thinking was this is this is going to be bad for the Republican Party and the GOP. At the time, Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer were saying, "Hey, you know, um, we're going to go ahead and get rid of the filibuster. We're going to go ahead and pass voting laws to where you can have mail in ballots, uh, drop boxes, and all that good stuff that they had in the twenty twenty election." The reason why I say 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. Anyway, um, so they, they were planning all this. They, they had all this plan and they made public announcements. Uh, Chuck Schumer said after, uh, well, I think uh, right before the Georgia uh, runoff election for the Senate seats, he said, we're going to change Georgia, then we're changing America. How many people remember that? Well, to my surprise, I believe, and I believe this is divine, because you remember, I think it's the I think it's Daniel that says that God has the heart of the king in his hand. God allows certain things to happen for reasons, but he still has people in place to do his bidding. I'm not saying Joe Manchin or Christian cinema is Christians. I, I'm, I'm not saying that, but God has God has God has used him. To foil the Democrat Party's plans. Oh, what you kind of say? I do the Democrats evil and the Republicans are good. No, all of them are evil. All of them. The Republicans proved that with the uh, the infrastructure plan, which we're going to talk about. The, this is what we talked about the bill, be- the bill back better plan or the bill back worse plan. But if you go along, it does, the Democrats thought, well, we got this. We get rid of filibuster. We're going to make elections more favorable for us for winning. If we if we cheat, they, a lot of Republicans assume. Excuse me, they cheated. So let's just say they did. They were going to try to make it more favorable or make it legal the way they cheated. See, it can't be cheating if you put it part of the rules. If you take out roughing the passer in the NFL and somebody 
hits the quarterback to, until next Tuesday, it's not wrong because it's illegal to rough the passer. But now that's illegal, well, you can't do it. But anyway, the Democrats thought we have this. We got we got everything we want. We got the House, we got the Senate, and we got Crazy Joe, Uncle Uncle Joe Biden, as the president. We're good to go. We're done. We're ready. We're gonna we're gonna wipe the floor with these GOPs. These representatives from the Republican Party, these stinking conservatives, them rep- and this is what the Democrats were thinking, folks. Oh, I think you're stretching it out. No, I'm not stretching it out because that's what they were saying on the news at the time of the start of 2021. They wanted to do as much damage as possible before 2022 because I believe that 2022 is going to be a real bad year for the Democratic Party come November. That's my thoughts. Anyway, back to what I was saying. They thought they had this. But Joe Manchin stuck his ugly head up. And said, I am not, I am not going to vote for the filibuster. <gasps> we can get one Republican to turn. Ah, Christian Cinema comes up from Arizona. I'm not voting to override the filibuster. <gasps> I remember Joe Manchin talking about that. He said, we used it for our advantage. Why not let them have it for their advantage? Which is right, folks. The Democrat Party thought the filibuster was the greatest thing on earth when those nasty Republicans were in office. That's right, folks. It's constitutional if we could use it for our advantage. But now they can use it for their advantage. Nope. 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 Unconstitutional. They're stopping democracy. Funny how two Democrats felt that way. Now, I believe Christian Sinema and Joe Manchin are the only moderate Democrats out there. Even the president of the United States that claims to be a moderate is not a moderate because he's pushing more leftist stuff than right. All right, moving on. Anyway, so this Build Back Better plan, uh, the Democrats thought, man, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to, they're going to, Joe Biden said, I want to spend $6 trillion. And he's, they just split it up thanks to Republicans like Bill Cassidy, uh, Mitt Romney, and other foolish rhinos went along with the infrastructure plan, which passed, I think, at $2.2 trillion some dollars, whatever. It got cut down a lot. But Joe Manchin supported that. And they said, well, look, we want to do Build Back Better. We want to go ahead and put more money into climate change. And we're going to go put more money into this and more money into that and social plans. Joe Manchin stuck his ugly head up and said, nope, $3.5 trillion is way too much. They brought it down to $2 trillion. I was surprised at that, like $1.2, something like that. It was, it, was very, it was lower than what they were anticipating. Now, this is all theory, folks, in my opinion, but the Democrats were trying to rush the Build Back Better plan because of the Virginia gubernatorial race. Now, Virginia, which was won by uh, Yunkin, was fire was 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 uh, running against a, a well-known Democrat at the time, McCluffton, I think it was, and he they they want they knew that it was trouble because look Virginia is blue folks, but guess what's right out of Virginia West Virginia, where does Joe Manchin come from West Virginia? Joe Manchin went ahead and he kept on saying no we need to bring it down we need to bring it down. I think he was getting his constituents he was getting calls from his constituents. But Joe Manchin was telling, hey, don't vote for this. Don't vote for it. High. And he said, look, I agree. We need this. But I, he said, I'm probably going to go up to 1.8, 1.7. But after the Virginia gubernatorial election and the New Jersey gubernatorial election, because remember, Democrats did win New Jersey, but they nearly lost it. Uh-oh. Yunkin won. And New Jersey won. I, I think that really hit Joe Manchin because Joe Manchin's like, wait a minute. They're very close to my state. This is showing that a lot of people don't like these plans. They don't like Democrats right now. And for Joe Manchin to get keep his job, he has to go ahead and be more to the right. Joe Manchin said right after the Yunkin uh, uh, win, he said he said more people are in the middle, but they're more middle to the right, not more middle to the left. Well, since then, the president and Manchin and Christian Cinema have been talking and talking and talking. Come to my point. Isaac, why are you bringing this all up, this history? Last Sunday, which would have been the 19th of December, 
Joe Manchin handed the Republican Party the greatest Christmas gift ever. Fox News, Manchin says he cannot vote for Build Back Better plan. I've done everything humanly possible. I believe he was on uh, the, the show uh, Sunday uh, Fox Sunday morning, which was for, uh, Fox News Sunday, who was, was formerly hosted by Chris Wallace. Senator Joe Manchin of Democrat of West Virginia declares Sunday that after months of negotiation that he can, he determined that there is no way he can support the massive spend, social spending bill known as the Build Back Better Act. Speaking with Fox News Sunday, Manchin said that he has spoken to with President, the President Biden, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and Senator, Senate Majority Leader Chucky Schumer. I added Chucky. But he could not reach an agreement on the legislation. I've done every, everything humanly possible, Manchin said, talking about how hard he worked to try to reach an acceptable compromise on the bill. In the end, however, he said that between ongoing inflation, the national debt, global political unrest, and COVID-19 pandemic, the bill being pushed by his fellow Republicans was way too much. Folks, who did he sound like right there? He sounded like a Republican. Now, Manchin's critics on the left really hit hard on him. A lot of news media was calling him a rhino. Not a rhino, a, 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 tra- a traitor. They, some of them said that this is, this is, this is fighting American democracy because see people put Democrats in there to get their agenda done and Manchin is stopping it. No folks, Joe Manchin is doing what his constituents want because I have a news story right here done by Fox news. that said, do, do West Virginians back Joe Manchin opposing to the Build Back Better plan. And there's a video on that, and I have not downloaded it, but there's people in West Virginia that are saying that Joe Manchin is doing what they want him to do. So democracy is playing out right here, folks, because you got to realize, according to our Constitution, we have two senators from each state, and the congressional map, Louisiana has seven, seven representatives. I don't know how much West, uh, West Virginia has, but... We elect the representatives. We elect the senators of our state. And they're supposed to vote according to us. If the Democrats want it, they should have asked Bill Cassidy to become a Democrat. Because Bill Cassidy, and I'm using him as an example, did not go according to his constituents. His constituents told him not to impeach Donald Trump, not to support the infrastructure plan, not to support things. And Bill Cassidy went against his constituents, and that's why he's not going to be reelected to the Senate of, the, of Louisiana or to the uh, House uh, to the uh, Congress. But Joe Manchin heard his constituents and is doing what his constituents want. I honestly do believe because Joe Manchin is fighting this. He does believe that our debt is too high. He does believe in inflation. He does see the problems that's going on that our president does not see or our vice president. But according to the left, he is fighting democracy. He is, he, this is all evil. This is against the Constitution. No, a senator votes according to his constituents, and people in West Virginia does not want Bill Back Better. I applaud Joe Manchin, but this is my issue with Joe Manchin. Look, this is, like I said, this is great news. Joe Manchin has said, I'm not voting for it. He announced it. So that means they're not going to push it through. Now, the president, on his response, said that, oh, we're going to get a deal done. This is from the Daily Caller. By response to Manchin rejecting Build Back Better, President Joe Biden refused directly, he always does, answer a question about his Build Back Better talks with the Democrat West Virginia State uh, Senator Joe Manchin during his third Tuesday press conference. Senator Joe Manchin and I are going to get something done, Biden said, when asked whether or not Joe Manchin broke the commitment that he made to Biden during negotiation. The president then walked away from the podium, singling in of his press conference. See, folks, you ask Joe, Joe Biden a bad question or an easy question. Hey, what do you feel about it? We're going to get some done. That's my fear. I want to know if Joe Manchin is for the American people first 
or he's for the Democrat Party first. Will Joe Manchin next year say, well, uh, uh, they, they bend backwards to help me, so I'm going to support this. If he does, Joe Manchin is, is going to be labeled a hypocrite. At least he's trying to work. The other Democrats don't want to work with a GOP. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative Show for the second segment of the day. Uh, like I said, folks, to close out, I, I just hope Joe Manchin stick to his guns. I really do. Because, you know, Joe Manchin, like I said, is a Democrat. That's what scares me. But th- this is what I will say about Democrats, though. Some Democrats, whatever they say, you can hold to their word. Uh, because this is what I'm saying. You know, and, and there's a there's a news... Um, there is a, um, a, uh, a radio host here in Louisiana called Moon Gafan, and he says that if you had to be in a bunker, in a political bunker with somebody, who would you rather be with, a Democrat or a Republican? Democrat all day long. Because what a Democrat normally says, that's what he goes with. And look, Joe Manchin has held all the pressure. Because Joe Manchin just hasn't been sitting here lollygagging and jumping in roses and no the democrats have really been on joe manchin even that joe manchin has helped pass a lot of their stuff you got to realize something though this joe manchin is worried about spending listen folks i agree with joe manchin when he said on fox news sunday morning the inflation is going through the roof the debt is rising and they want to say how can we fix this problem how can we fix the debt rising? How can we fix inflation? Hey, let's print more money and let it rise. <laughs> Yay! Uh, does it make sense? Yes, that's the Democrats' facade, uh, philosophy, folks. Hey, we're, 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 the debt ceiling is rising and, and everything going to chaos. Let's throw money to it. Oh, the inflation's going higher. Let's throw more money to it. That's like firefighters going to a house that's on fire and say, hey, let's not throw water on it. Let's throw gasoline. That, that, I'm just, I think that's a pretty good analogy. I think so. Because you never see, you, you, you don't throw fire, you don't throw gasoline on a, on a raging fire. You go get water. The solution to the problem is water, not gasoline. And that's what the Republicans and Manchin saying, hey, we got water. Let's throw out this inflate. Let's try. Let's stop the inflation crisis. Let's stop the rise in the debt ceiling. Let's, and Demo- and uh, people on the Democrat side is like, no, no, we're going to go ahead and we're going to raise the debt ceiling, which Joe Man- I believe Joe Manchin voted for that as well. It passed. But, but folks, like I said, just, I'm watching Joe Manchin. Yes, I am praising Joe Manchin for what he did. I think it's very good. But I'm not putting all my eggs in his basket. Because like I said, Joe Manchin does have a D to his name. Now, there is reports that Joe Manchin, well, that some of the Republicans are asking Joe Manchin, to come on to the other side. Come to a Republican. Does he do that? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. But I, I do think, this is my prediction, that next time Joe Manchin does run for senator of the state of West Virginia, 
which I, I'm not. I don't think I'm not sure. I don't know when Joe Manchin's next race uh, for uh, for Senate is. Let me check that out. But whenever it is for him doing this and staying with his constituents, I think he gets another term in the Senate. Let's check this out. Joe Manchin. Uh, let's see. Okay. There's his website. Uh, next election. Let's let's type that in, folks. Okay. Let's see. Uh, all right. His last election was in 2018. His term... His term ends on 2025. So, see, he's not even... Free, see, that's what I'm saying. He's not up for re-election, and he's still is going along with this. So, hey, who knows? He might be genuine. I hope so. It's just kind of funny to see one of the own of the left stab him in the back. Let's just say that. All right, let's move on. So we got, um, this is a funny story. So, so, and we talked about it last week a little bit about COVID-19 in the NFL the NBA, they're fully vaccinated people are getting COVID nineteen. Uh, uh, the, the 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 wide receiver for the Bills, uh, can't think of his name. Uh, right now, number eleven. I know his number. Um, he caught it, so he's out for I think two weeks in the NFL. But the NFL is having high wrecking numbers of COVID nineteen. Let's just say in the sports world, it's getting so bad that the NHL is thinking about postponing their season opener due to the Octane variant. And people are getting sick. Fully vaccinated people, by the way. I'm just saying. Um, you know, and, and of course, according to the president and according to the administration, that, and according to a lot of senators, which I'm about to talk about, all say it's us, our fault, the unvaccinated. I have chosen not to get the vaccination. Uh, unless I see some undoubtable evidence, I probably would never get the COVID vaccination because the vaccination usually kills the virus and it don't come back. But now they're promoting booster shots and uh, all that. And look, one of my good friends told me that today is kind of funny. The Octoman variant has all the symptoms for the common cold. And the last one said, oh, it's not the flu, but it has all the common symptoms of the flu. Uh, I'm gonna let you be the judge of that, but I, I, I'm like, like I said, I'm not gonna get it. But anyway, so 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 you have these people all around our government right now. Get the vaccination. Get the vaccination. Get the vaccination. You'll be safe. And look, like I said, the NFL is good for that. They tell everybody, huh, poor Saints, they're in the predicament that the uh, the Broncos were in last year when we faced them, when the Saints faced them. Uh, Taysom Hill and um, uh, Travis Simeon are out, so they got to go to the uh, backup, to the backup, to the backup, and then they got him a backup. To I don't know how Ion Brooks is going to play, but I'm going to watch the game and I'll let you know next week. Anyway, I'm chasing rabbits, as Aubrey Box says from Brothers of Surgeon, shoot that rabbit. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, but uh, so I got these news stories on Sunday, and it, I I busted out laughing. I got these stories this week, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, really? I thought it was only Republicans. But early in the week, Elizabeth Warren, the, the as Rush Limbaugh used to call her Pocahontas. Uh, I still can't believe that woman said that. I got 0.2% or whatever it was Indian in me. I'm Native American. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me see. This is this is what I think about when I hear hear that. Elizabeth Warren being um Native American. Sure. Okay. Anyway. Um, but anyway, Elizabeth Warren got COVID nineteen. <gasps> I wonder if it's the Delta, the original, or the ultimate variant. I don't know. But that's just not all of it right there. Um, also Cory Booker is confirmed having tested positive for COVID-19. Why am I bringing these two senators up and why I'm bringing up, why I bring up the issue of the NFL and the 
NBA and all that stuff. Because folks, this is the this is the the thinking right now. Oh, you get the COVID vaccination shot and you're all right. See, it's not the it's not the COVID vaccinated people that are the vaccinated getting shot. It's the unvaccinated that are getting COVID nineteen and they're suffering and they're, they're plundering in bed and they can't they, they're getting sick and they're dying. Folks, I know a lady right now that is vaccinated. She's uh um um I think emergency room nurse, so she's a nurse. She's a med- uh she's emergency personnel. Fully vaccinated. Her and her family got it. So this ain't just this ain't just something I'm 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 bringing up out of the blue. It, this is happening in my home, even my hometown, where I live at. But I believe it's sixty some sixty percent of Americans that got this vaccination, on the promise from the federal government that if you get it, you're probably not going to get COVID nineteen back. Then all of a sudden, oh well, no, you're not immune. But you, you take this booster shot, you you're probably going to be immune. You're not going to get it. Ladies and gentlemen, two senators that are fully vaccinated, that are preaching to the American people, you get vaccinated. If you don't get vaccinated, you're going to go ahead and kill the whole nation. But they get COVID-19. Does that? Look, folks, like I said, I ain't getting it. And look, I believe I had COVID. I had I never got tested. But for almost two weeks, I was sick as a dog. I had to take a week vacation and take a week without pay because I was sick. I believe I got national immunity. I could be wrong. I could have had the flu. I don't know. But folks, I'm not hearing people that got it without the vaccination getting sick again. I could be wrong. That is my opinion. But it made me laugh. Because, look, you're not, this ain't the only, this, the, the, Senator Booker and Senator Warren are not the only ones that do this. There's a lot of people out there. Oh, you didn't get the vaccination? Oh, I hope you're all right. Hey, we're so-and-so. They got COVID-19. Aren't they fully vaxxed? Hey, look, folks, I'm going to come out again. I'm not anti-vax. I'm just careful. That's a big difference. See, that's what a lot of people, I will bring out this point. A lot of people look at me or look at, other people that I know that are against this vaccination, you anti-vax conspiracy theorists. Really? What about me being careful? What about my freedom of choice? Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. That only applies to pro-choice people. It just, just made me, it made me laugh folks. A lot of people are getting this Octoman variant fully vaccinated. Uh, now they're now they're promoting a booster shot. Go figure. All right, moving on. Um, so we got some news this week. Uh, last week, um, there was a an appeals court that overturned the ruling from I think the Fifth Circuit of Court of Appeals here in Louisiana that Joe Biden's vaccine mandate was unconstitutional. According to the appeal court, it was constitutional for Joe Biden to go ahead and put this mandate because he's caring for people and he's, you know, he's trying to make people healthier. He's trying to make people safe. So scrub all, they didn't talk about constitutionality. That's what is that? The constitution. Throw it away. That's what the appeal court did. Now, of course, this two these appeals judges, two of them were appointed by President Joe Biden. So that don't make up. I believe the the fifth uh, fifth circuit court of appeal uh, that was a um, a Trump appointed judge. I'm not sure, but anyway. So the, this the 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 appeals court went ahead and said, "Yep, it's legal." So Joe Biden took no time to to go ahead and say, "Hey, you got to get you get all the people jabbed." Well, the Daily Wire and other organizations, I think like 27 organizations, I brought it up last week, appealed it to the Supreme Court. And we got the word on Thursday that the Supreme Court will hear arguments on the challenges on the Biden vaccine mandate. 
According to Fox News, the U.S. Supreme Court is set to hear oral arguments in two separate challenges to President Joe Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. The court announced on Wednesday, not Thursday, Wednesday, to hear oral arguments challenging both Biden's vaccine mandate for businesses with over 100 employees and healthcare workers at facilities receiving Medicaid and Medicare Medicare funding. Several Republican-led states, businesses, and other opponents have put Biden's mandate in legal limbo for weeks, with federal courts having halted their enforcement pending the outcome of legal challenges. While courts have generally upheld the right to private businesses and schools to implement their own vaccine mandate, the lawsuit over Biden's rules challenged whether the federal government has the authority to force employees and other entitles to require vaccination. So we got the Supreme Court going to be hearing this. And if the Supreme Court does what I think it's going to do, I think they're going to shoot this down faster than a duck flying over a lake in Louisiana with Phil Robinson shooting the gun. I'm just being honest because the, the, the thing about thing about this mandate folks is look, I, look, I, I tell people that a private business can go ahead and say, Hey, we require you to take certain medications. We require you to take drug tests we retire. I don't see nothing wrong with a business or entity saying, Hey, we want to go ahead and we're going to, you got to take this certain vaccination or whatnot. That's their right. There's a private, they, they, they have to care for their, now people can go ahead and uh, appeal it. They can go ahead and say no because of religious reasons or something like that. I, I don't see, but this isn't private businesses folks that are making these, these mandates. It is the federal government. They're using OSHA to demand that people go ahead and take the vaccination. And OSHA is going to go ahead and force them to do it. Now, this is my question on this whole thing, too. Um, so is COVID more effective at 100 people? What if I have a business? Let's just say, look, one day, let's just say, by a whim, like I said in the first segment, brothers just searching or the Cajun conservative, or let's just say there's a studio name that we have right here, BGS studio, which is means brothers just searching studios would go ahead and boom. would be a, a, a big corporation like the daily wire, the daily caller or something like that. And I hire 98 people. I got to count myself. I'd not. I, so not, I have 98 people, including myself, which makes 99, is COVID-19 dormant? How did it come up with a number of a hundred? You get what I'm saying, folks? So, so, so in reality, if I hire one more person, me and my whole staff will be doomed to COVID-19 because COVID-19, they got a hundred people. It's the same thing with, with mandates, folks. Uh, the, the governor did this in Louisiana. We're doing a uh, a vax uh, a mass mandate. When is it gonna start, Governor? Next week. Do you think COVID just sitting down on the couch, just like okay, I'm gonna wait a week to affect everybody? See, folks, it doesn't make sense. That's that's one part. But the, the for the federal government to force people to take a vaccine that they don't want to take, it um it kind of. It's kind of fishy. Like I said, it, it, it goes to a point where they just want to crumble up the, uh, the the Constitution. Like I said, hey, what's that? That's the Constitution. We don't need it no more. That's what they're trying to do. And folks, to, look, it, the Supreme Court had to hear this. I, I said this from the jump. This is going to go to the Supreme Court because there will be a judge. Look, if that judge in the appeal court would have said, nope. It's, it's, it's unconstitutional. Y'all can't do it. The, the, the United States would have went ahead and appealed it to the Supreme Court. So it would it was going to the Supreme Court. I just don't think it's smart to make citizens take vaccination. Now, according to my notes, there is um, the, 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 the poll numbers for, for Trump, uh, for Biden, because of this is going down. There's a lot of people that's not liking this. 
But we're going to see. I'll keep, I'll keep an eye on the story and I'll let you know. We'll be right back after this short break. We'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. everybody welcome back to the third and final segment of the cage conservative show last show of the year can you believe that guys i i, I said that in the first segment 2021 huh <sighs> where did it go where where did it go i'm just i'm you know i'm just i'm just wondering where did that time go man uh, anyway we got a good we got we got a lot to look forward to in 2022 guys as i said the new store is up so that's a christmas present for you guys um but 2022 guys let's just hope it goes a lot better than what we previously have you know fought um or what we've been going through uh maybe maybe joe biden might do something good uh we don't know anyway so, guys, as we go ahead, we're going to start with our uh, our last two topics of the day that I got on the board. So, the jury has found former Minneapolis area police officer Kim Porter guilty of first degree, second degree manslaughter charges in April 2021, death of Dante Wright. Let me go ahead and fill you in a little bit as I get this story ready to roll. So, Officer Kim Porter was an officer of 26 years of experience. But on, um, but on April 11, she mistakenly, uh, she she says she mistook her handgun for a taser. What happened was she stopped Mr. Dante White, and Mr. Dante White was trying to get away. She was trying to detain him, and she found out he had a warrant for his arrest. Well, right at the age of 20 years old at the time was trying to climb back into his driver's seat and no mistakenly probably try to take off. And unfortunately, Miss Porter, according to the body cam or uh, body camera footage, was yelling, I tase you and taser, taser, taser before firing her handgun. She can be heard saying, I grabbed the wrong effing gun. Followed by holy SHIT, I guess you could say, holy horsemanor, I guess. Uh, I just shot him. As I said, she um, she went ahead. She mistaken her handgun for a taser. Now she is convicted by jury and found guilty of manslaughter. Just uh, she's facing about twenty five years in prison now. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's case is a little different than this one. Kyle Rittenhouse has somebody chasing him with a firearm that's or a piece of board or trying to and saying, I'm going to kill you. So Kyle Rittenhouse was in self-defense. It's just, it's just kind of funny that we have all these trials coming together. We have the Kyle Rittenhouse case. We have the, um, the, the case where the young black man was, uh, in a, in a construction site and three white guys went ahead and tried to beat him up. I can't remember the guy's name at the moment. Then we have Miss Porter's case, Kim Porter. Um, Looking at this this week, I, I heard of this. I wanted to see what was going on with it. 
manslaughter, it, it, um, according to Fox News, Judge uh, Jenna Paree said that she was shocked for the verdict, but it was the right verdict because... I, look, I don't, I don't want people to think, oh, Isaac, you're against cops. You're against, No, I'm not against that. I, I Look, I had a police officer. I interviewed police officers here. I know police officers. Some of my family members are police officers and first responders. I just, I, I, you know, look, in the heat of the moment, and look, I heard from someone that said, they, they told me this, they don't know how true it is, but they heard that she was, she was doing a desk. Even one of these police officers that was with, her was with a trainee. Why was she, why was she on the street? We don't know, but especially the trainee, the trainee was on the street, and because you had defund the police movement going about, does that justify her pulling out her firearms? I don't know. In the heat of the moment, I, I can't. I, I can't. I, I, I never been in that position, folks. I ne- I never been in that position. I hope I never am in that position. But I'm not a police officer either. But for, you know, to her to mistake her taser and people are making arguments, I don't know. All I can say is this, that she was found guilty with a court of her peers. There was 12 people there, six men, six women, and they convicted her of manslaughter. Like I said, it wasn't murder. It is obvious that according to the video footage and the transcript that I just read, that she didn't know what she grabbed if she she didn't know. And that's probably what saved her from being for a capital murder. Thirty-five years, you know. I don't know if she was neglected or what. What was going on? But unfortunately, this woman is going to be facing a little time in prison, and her life was taken. Look, folks, I don't, I don't read these stories and try to figure out who was right and who was wrong. I think you, you find let let a jury and a judge decide that, and the jury found her guilty. Um, now with the people, because this was one of the biggest stories in the nation at the time to where a oh, oh, officer killed an unarmed black man. Okay. This, this, look, and they're going to try to bring up Mr. Dante white as a martyr, like George Floyd was, but these men were not innocent folks. This man had a, had a, a warrant for his arrest. Does this make this right? What she did? No, it does not. But at the same time, you got to look at the other side of the coin and what the police were facing at that time. Defund the police, especially in Minneapolis, where they just had the George Floyd killing a few weeks, a few, uh, about a year or so before. And they had riots and they had the city of Minneapolis was literally on fire. Yeah, I could honestly say this woman probably was scared. She's going to be sentenced, I think, in February 18th, according to this article. Let's see. Uh, down at the bottom. Yeah, February 18th, where she faces 15 years in prison for the first-degree manslaughter charge and up to 10 years in prison. The prosecutor has said they'll seek an upward, de- uh, upward de- uh, department for sentencing guidelines due to aggressive factors and all that other stuff. So, But... Now let's go ahead and talk about a judge. Let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and move into the next story in this second half of the third segment. So and look, folks, I live in Lafayette. I don't. I live close to Lafayette, Louisiana. And you, you when a big story hits, it's uh, it's kind of a, a big deal. But unfortunately, this time it isn't for that big of. It's for a big deal, but it's kind of because on on, on a different note. So on Monday of this week, let's see, let's see the date. Uh, so on Monday, the 20th of December, a news story broke locally around here of a judge at, uh, at uh, Michelle Odenay's home. Uh, there was a video that surfaced of Miss uh, Odenay or Judge Odenay um, going ahead and using provocative language because she saw someone trying to invade her home. The video appeared to show a group of people watching home surveillance and a woman's voice can be heard saying the N word and comparing the suspect to a roach. Ms. Oldenay in the statement that she was, she, that she was given a seductive or as a medicine at the time of the video and has zero recollection of the video and the disturbing language used during it. 
Go check out my friend, Nate Savage. Uh, and he said, just say the N word. And he breaks down this story pretty good. And he asked me about it and I never got back to him yet to talk about it. So, like I said, so apparently someone was trying to rob Miss Judge Michelle Oldenay. I think her, I, I think that's how you spell say her name. And Michelle, Miss Judge Michelle was apparently under the influence of some type of drug. I don't think it was illegal. I think it was probably prescribed or whatever. But they were watching the surveillance cameras of somebody trying to break into her car, and she made she used some language that probably would not would should not fly she called the the person that was trying to invade her privacy in her home or her car trying to rob her car the n-word and called him a roach um of course the the suspect in the car robbery or the the left was called the victim was african-american and she goes ahead and she uses this language. Now, the whole state of Louisiana, including our governor, is calling for her resignation. That did happen. She did not resign, but she was put on leave without pay and replaced by Vanessa Harrison. And she'll be seated, seated in that uh, the Division A Lafayette City Court from December 17th to February 28th. And the Louisiana Supreme Court is going to look at this case and figure out what was going on now they they put her on unpaid leave of absence according to the court affected immediately uh this only will be disqualified from exuding judicial uh functions without salary pending further proceeding the louisiana supreme court associated Ju- assist associate justice jefferson d uh hughes the third the uh he said while i condemn the language reported in the media at this point, all we have are media reports. I would like to see some hard facts as to who said what and when. The situation did not happen in a vacuum. Read the st- and they, they talk about reading the story on a further link. Look, there's a couple of things that, that really gets me right here. Uh, one, this woman, that I, when I first heard this story, they were talking about how some people were thinking about bringing up their cases again because they were all against black people. Um, not, not since this incident as Miss Michelle Oldenay has ever, ever been accused of racial slurs that I'm, I'm aware of. Now there is people out there saying, well, there's social media posts, but that we, I don't, I haven't seen a story yet on that. And look, I'm going to say it out front. I condemn that. I do condemn what she said. Um, does it make it right that she's off the bench? No, because this is what I think. How many of you on, on, on the right and on the left ever got so angry and got upset and just said things you're not aware of that has just slipped out of your mouth? I think that's what this incident is. I'm going to use a personal story of mine. The other day I was trying to listen to some music and I saw my email that my Spotify account was hacked into the dirty crook went ahead and stole my, he didn't steal my, my credit card information, but he could have, I caught it in time. Thank goodness. But I had to jump through hoops to get my Spotify back. This person changed my email address, changed my password, everything did the whole thing. Now I did a way to where and I'm not getting it free. I'm not stealing it or nothing, but I pay for it with a prepaid card. So people won't steal my identity. That's pretty smart in my opinion. But it made me mad. I mean, it made me, it made me furious that somebody's going to go ahead and take something that I worked for. And, and look, some of my family members are saying that Isaac, it's just a Spotify account. You can get it fixed. Yes, but it makes me mad that I work for something. I bust my tail. And some stupid idiot think they're entitled to it, so they go ahead and they steal it. That's my personal story. But folks, I was angry. I was upset. And I had to fight with getting my stuff. I got everything back, thank goodness. But I think this is what this was. 
I think this lady took her nightly medicine, whatever it was. And when she saw the video, she didn't know what she was saying. Now, if that's true, she, she was speaking out of her mind. But that, like I said, this doesn't justify what she said. Don't get me wrong. I don't think no one should be called foul language like that. Now, my good friend Nate Savage said that people should not get offended at unless they identify as that. I agree with him on that part. If you think yourself as a, the, the words she used and you're identifying that, but if you know you're not that, then you shouldn't offend you. But I'm going to tell you one thing, folks. They would not go ahead and rob if people think, like, don't identify that and say, well, look, I would never rob. Look, there's tons of people out there that would never rob and steal or do whatever that, like that. And like I said, I'm calling my friend Nate Savage. Now let's let's talk about the vic- let's talk about the, the the so-called victim in this situation, the man trying to rob in the car. It's the same thing with the last case we talked about with Miss Kim Porter. The man was trying to get back in his car and run away from the cops. Unfortunately, she made a bad decision and she pulled out her gun instead of her taser. Like I said, she did get the full extent of the law. They, uh, they didn't charge her with murder, but she did get manslaughter. But she made a mistake in the heat of the moment. But Mr. Wright was not right. He was trying to run away. He was a criminal. Unfortunately, yeah, he did die, like I said. But it's the same thing with this person. To my knowledge, this guy, this guy or woman that was trying to get the card is not dead. So but why isn't the news articles and the news media trying to go ahead and find out who that dude was or that lady that was trying to go ahead and get into the judge's car? Because you see, folks, we live in a day and age that right now, if you're a certain particular color and somebody says something bad about you on a racial slur, your crimes are forgiven. Isaac, how do you say that? No, I'm being honest, folks. Look at it. George Floyd was a criminal. The policeman, the police, a policeman killed him. All, all of a sudden, he's, he's up to martyr. Don't care what he has done. Don't care his crimes. It's all forgiven. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse, all them guys, all the people that the people, the unfortunately two people he shot and the man that tried to hurt him and he shot off his bicep. That man that shot uh, that, that Kyle Rittenhouse shot the bicep off was a felon. Shouldn't have had a gun. Why ain't he going to jail? No, he's going on ABC, CBS and NBC news and saying how the jury was wrong for Kyle Rittenhouse not going to prison because he sell he was the, he was defending himself. See, folks, if you hold up, and this is how the news media is. When people say the news media is not part of the left, it is. I do not condone what the woman said. I do disagree with it. But what about the person? He ain't a victim. He was a trespasser. He trespasser. He should have been put in jail for trying to rob a vehicle. You're not hearing nothing about that young man or young lady. I don't know who it was. I think it was a guy, whatever. This, this this goes to a point, folks. Yes, she, two wrongs do not make a right. But where is her justice? Where is where is why why ain't she getting justice for that that person robbing or trying to attempt to rob her car? Take something that she worked her whole life to do, and until this incident was not even thought about being a racist. But because she used some foul language or some racial slurs while being under the influence. And like I said, folks, this probably was prescribed to her. I don't know. She could have took an Advil and took too much. I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm not. Look, look, ignorance doesn't doesn't justify. But folks, this is this is the hypocrisy of the story. They're, they're, They're coming down so hard on this judge and they're not going after the criminal that was trying to break in her car let that sick in for a second again I want to make sure for my for my trollers and my pe- the people on the left oh you condone racism no I'm not I don't condone what she did I don't condone the language she said but there's two sides of the coin folks and unfortunately the media is not looking at the other side 
All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Again, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, hit the rumble button. You can find me on Rumble, Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts and Anchor. Go ahead and check out BJSMediaStore.com. All one, all together, BGS, BJSMediaStore.com. Go look up our merch. Go ahead and pick up a shirt. Go ahead and pick up a hat. Go pick up something like that. It would be greatly appreciated. So until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is still on the throne. And again, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I'll see you in 2022. Bye-bye.